It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Joan Baez. It's time to watch The Muppets, Meg. Oh my god, it's time to watch The Muppets, and boy did we. We watched the Joan Baez episode, episode 503 of The Muppets Show, airing in the UK on December 14th, 1980, and in the US on December 6th, 1980. And this one had a warning. This one had a warning. (laughs) It sure did, Meg. So we watched the Joan Baez episode. Joan Baez, my friend. (laughs) Joan Baez. Uh, do you want to just get things started? Yes, let's get it started. You have to say it like three times, though. Just Why don't you get me started? Cold open. Greeting Joan as a folk singer in reception, Pops tells her that while they've had singing rats, flowers, penguins, horses, and pigs, it's about time they have some folks. About time they had some folks. <laughs> well, at least you're unbiased around here. Yeah. Until you came, we were unbiased. (laughs) Stay with us, folks. Show can't get much worse than this. They're trying to make plan her last name. Yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. Tell me every community around America doesn't have a pops. Like, I feel like there's a Pops everywhere. Yeah, we Somebody have, has Pops as a nickname. We have an old man that comes into my store who calls himself Pops. Oh, does he talk in the third person? Yes, he does. Okay, when I was in he Ireland... He does. When I was in Ireland, uh-huh. I guess my great... In, like, an uncle, like a mm-hmm. great-great-uncle or something mm-hmm. like that, <laughs> um, he referred to himself as the man. Well, he was, ta- he was called the man, uh-huh. and he referred to himself as your man. So be like your man, your man. Oh, like your man's gonna go and yeah, he's gonna yeah. get you a cup of coffee, yes! whatever. <laughs> I loved it. That's amazing. I loved it because it wasn't pretentious at uh, all. Or like yeah. it was, it just fit him. That's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until like. Do you think you or I will ever reach that kind of like? weirdness in our lives that we refer to ourselves in the third person or that we talk to people like that like by the time we hit 55 we want to just be characters fully and that's it fully we'll just be i'm not gonna start referring to myself in the third person until i'm at least 70 though but i will start charactering myself characterizing it's these light tweaks like i mean kind of our glasses are enough right now i'm looking at you (laughs) with bright orange frames i have on the asymmetrical glasses we're we're on our path yeah i think fully on our path (laughs) I mean, fully. Talking about the Muppets in our mid 30s. Cheers. (laughs) We are in our mid 30s, aren't we? Yeah, yuck. I said that for the first time. Didn't know that was going to come out of my mouth. Mm. At least I'm not in my mid 20s because that was a nightmare. That was. (laughs) So during the Muppet Show theme, when Gonzo blows his trumpet, he is inundated with a group of rats. This is already, we're starting. This is a rat run. This episode and next episode, a lot of rat stuff. Bangers. A lot of rat Both stuff. Both are bangers. You know what's also kind of funny is that all this rat stuff is happening right now during the writer's strike. Yeah. <laughs> right? So all those inflatable rats will be set up in front of like production those studios. Inflatable and rats. There is nothing that scares me more than that inflatable union rat. And you're like, don't it's cross so the line. It's so gross. Ugh. I hate it. Ugh. So creepy. 
So a group of woodland animals consisting of gophers, played by the prairie dogs, a raccoon, a skunk, some weasels, a fox, a deer, a bear, a rabbit, a beaver, and some snakes, Rizzo and the rats sing Man Smart Critter Smarter. I love when they do Calypso. They're so the Muppets and Calypso go uh-huh. hand in hand. It really does. Yeah. It really, really does. I was really excited to see Rizzo looking like Rizzo. Rizzo is here. We've seen him before, but now this is fully this is Rizzo. So in a forest full of in a forest with an industrial factory in the background. The number ends when the gophers blow up the plant. This song was great. It's this a was a really good a song. song. Man is smart, but women are smarter. It's a Calypso song. This is, yeah, a play on, just as you said, man smart, women smarter. But I loved it with the critters. Yes. And they all, like, kind of named themselves, and then they joined uh-huh. together. I loved it the was, skunk. Yeah. Ugh. It was good, and you heard a couple voices in there. I think Jim was a beaver. Mm-hmm. Like, there were some call-outs in this. It this is good. a really, really nice mix. I, I love... This was a strong start to a strong episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this all around was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Joan Baez is a name that I've known for, you know, like... I've, I've heard throughout pop culture and stuff. But Joan Baez is a folk singer and songwriter known for her distinctive vocal style as well as her outspoken activism and political views. I thought it was kind of cool that this episode seemed to kind of let Joan be Joan. It didn't seem like they tried to pick any sort of more... You know, sometimes we'll watch these episodes and they do like a little bit more of like a childish kind of song or something or, you know, like more of a family style. But she just sings her songs, it seems she like. She does. She sings her songs. And honestly, her voice is really nice to listen Incredible. to. Yeah. It's like, I don't mind her singing at all in this. I actually enjoyed it very much. <laughs> Even if I didn't know the song she was singing, I was like, oh, this is nice. Joan Baez is still with us at age 82. Joan Baez no never mind I was going to say did she used to perform with Phoebe Snow but that's what's her face Linda Ronstadt Linda Ronstadt yeah who will be on this oh I want to let you know I don't know if you heard that but I did definitely call Linda Ronstadt Linder 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 Ronstadt (laughs) Brenda Renee if you weren't sure that I was from the east coast uh, you definitely are (laughs) Linder are you from Long Island so now backstage, a skunk complains about the air pollution, and Kermit tries getting rid. And I pop up ad for Jerry Seinfeld's live show just overtook my laptop. Hang on. Wow. <laughs> if the shoe fits. Backstage, a skunk complains about the air pollution, and Kermit tries getting rid of the rats. He tasks Beauregard, who has been sleeping under Kermit's desk with taking care of them. Uh, would, would you just take care of these rats? Well, okay, rats, I'm supposed to take care of you. Now, what would you like? Food! And bicarbonate of soda! And more food! Yeah! And I'm like, I don't mind Beauregard in this or anything. I, uh-huh. I love this. And I struggle with liking Beauregard. I don't really understand what his deal is. He looks like a pile of dirt. With, like, Do you get that? Like a, he, like a pile well, of soot. Like Yes. He looks like something that Dick Van Dyke swept out of the chimney. Uh-huh. Very often. It fell down and then it just anthropomorphized and it put on a flannel. Like his feather dirty hair. He looks dirty as he hell. He looks filthy. Yeah. Like this guy needs a bath. Throw him in his water. His hair's greasy. You could tell. Yes. Oh, I would oh. like to watch an episode of The Muppet Show where they like, um, she's all that him. Oh, 
I would he needs love to that. be she's all that do you know that there is a he's all that <laughs> i didn't i've never watched it i've definitely watched my wife watch that movie no yeah liz loves a bad netflix original i'll tell you that <laughs> Yes, uh, that movie stars, <laughs> I think, some of the original cast, right? But it's, no. it's gender swap. Yeah, yeah. It's Why do me, I think Freddie Prince Jr. is in it? Do you know what that movie is? That's the hot chick. <laughs> That's a movie that I've never seen, but I know With all Reiner? the quotes from it. Yeah, me too. That it's and the, the someone Jessica. shit. Why are you crying? Someone shit in the locker. Okay. Ew. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Uh, I was listening to a Double Threat, mm-hmm. and they they just mentioned Van Wilder in the episode, uh-huh. and I automatically think of the fact that in that movie, they jerk a dog off, and they put the semen in like cupcakes or something and feed it to people. I need like, you to know. I never watched these disgusting. movies. Disgusting. If it had National Lampoons yeah, and it was like the like, early two nah. thousands, I did not watch it. <laughs> I don't understand those movies like that. And I, these are all I'm going to rattle off Ryan Reynolds films from that era. But like that and waiting and like. Oh, my God. Hey, well, I've seen that movie. Those like movies that are just I've like gross out for gross out sake. That's I see. I am the oldest. Yeah. I don't have a big brother who was forcing me yeah. to watch these horrible things. Who was forcing me to watch I Harold and Kumar friends. White yeah. go to White Castle or all whatever. All my guy friends definitely made me watch that yeah. like growing up. Like, uh-huh. I don't know, teenage status. Yeah, and it's those movies that, like, how I watched not another teen movie, but I didn't watch any of the teen movies they were parodying. Not another teen movie. Favorite part. It's such a little subtle part. Uh Bikini Kill's playing. She's painting furiously. (laughs) He goes to her. So she's all that parody. Yeah. Uh He goes behind, the guy goes behind her and he goes, Who's that? Oh, it's my mother. You have her eyes, and they zoom in. It's a stick figure. I, I'm sorry. It was so it's funny. Such a good scene. She's so intensely painting. I, it's so it's funny. Fucking funny as hell. Oh man. Janie's got a gun. Like that movie's. I I remember too much of that movie. It's That's ridiculous. a very very funny movie. That's Chris Evans and like. Oh my god, it's Chris Evans. He's the star. He's the of that star. Movie. Yeah. Oh man. Who I don't know who the girl is. I, don't I can't remember. think of it. No. But Rachel Lee Cook. Jamie Presley is in it. First of like... all, thanks for mentioning Jamie Presley because that is a good transition for me to tell you that. R.I.P. Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. I watched Ringmaster the other day, which you is his movie. Ringma- okay, I've never seen Ringmaster. Is this a? Is this a? Like a um, a fictionalized version of his show kind of thing? It is like a, yeah, it's like a fictionalized sort of like excerpt from like the show and his life. and okay. like, like the tales of he, his life in the 90s kind of thing? Well, it starts off, I think it does kind of like recap like his kind of like what he's gone through in life. Like he was a mayor, like he's mm-hmm. done stuff. Yeah. Um. And he started as a journalist, and it started off as being like like people would heckle him, and he would just be like, "You're uncomfortable with your your classist, basically, and uh-huh. you're uncomfortable with how people live and like certain whatever." Yeah. But anyway, Ringmaster is like a it's like a dramatized version of like yeah that mm-hmm. when the height like scripted yeah the, the height of his popularity yeah. and More Jamie Presley's in that movie. Uh-huh. She's a star in that movie, and I'm watching the movie, and I'm like. Wow, Margot Robbie isn't that old. And then I was like, I looked it up and I'm like, Jamie Presley and Margot Robbie look alike. Margot Robbie is like prestige yeah. Jamie Presley. 
Pre- yeah. Jamie Presley is like poor man's. Yes, Margot yes, but Roby. she came first, but so came it's first. so weird. But yeah, you could give you could give Margot Robbie a, a, a an Oscar. You, you you couldn't give Jamie Presley an Oscar. Come on. <laughs> No. For pouring a drink on someone in a movie in, yeah. the, in 2002? And, of course, she played, like... Yeah, I know the character yeah. that she played. Yeah, she yeah. played some weird, like... Slutty, whatever, yeah. like, yeah. trailer trash. Yeah, she played trailer trash, yeah, sleeping was, with her stepdad. That was her... Her shtick. Her, her, what do you call that? Her wheelhouse back then. But I mean, she, is, and she does it so hilariously oh, every time. But it's She's wild. Great. Like, I'm, I literally was sitting here, and I was, like, playing the... You know, I'm addicted to playing... Uh, yeah, you're playing... You're triple screening it. You're playing video the games. You're watching a movie and yeah. probably getting a text message. I'm like watching it here. I actually stopped playing. I'm like, I'm, I'm done playing. I was uh-huh. riveted watching on my screen uh-huh. here. Um, and because watching Ringmaster just brought me back to a time. I don't necessarily want to go back to it, but it's a time of Miss Cleo on the TV. Yeah. It's a time of Girls Gone Wild. It's a time yep. of like just booby flashing galore. You said Girls Gone Wild, and I could hear the weird coconut music. Yeah. That, like, blah, 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 yeah. you know. I actually sent you a picture from the movie of somebody like flashing, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh my God, this is sending me back. We are not talking about The Muppet Show right now, but do you remember flashing? Do people flash people anymore? I don't know. I I right. That's I know. That... Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because it's like in Greece or whatever. There's a lot of mooning, right? Uh-huh. So like, oh, in the 50s there was mooning, yeah. and in the 90s and the early 2000s there was flashing. Courtney Love, flash, Drew Barrymore, flash, flash. right? There's these like famous ones. It's like Drew Let Barrymore my on, on Letterman, right? Yeah, on his desk, like yeah, shit. There was a time of flashing <laughs> to be. To be in the room with some of those. But yeah. Oh, so Joan sings Honest Lullaby to Gabriel in his room, decorated with Superman the movie and Grease posters. They used like a real Muppet boy. Yes. They used was... him a couple times in this episode. And his name's Gabriel? In this song, she compares her upbringing with that of her sons and references some things that he likes, such as teddy bears, alligators, and enterprise communicators. <laughs> This is, well, they have an R2-D2 in the scene. They have, of course, the Yale penance and the Harvard. And uh, they have a picture of John Travolta. Did you notice that picture I did of John not Travolta? notice just a picture of John Travolta. Oh, a fucking poster of just John Travolta. Because this set looks like the set that we've used for Scooter's bedroom this in the past. Yeah. But I guess we've, we've added some bedroom. things, changed some things. That John Travolta poster is definitely in Scooter's bedroom. I don't know. I don't think John Travolta's posters in Scooter's bedroom. I would have recognized John Travolta in Scooter's bedroom. Yeah, we should go back and look at. We that should again. go back and look at it. But I see him in Gabriel's bedroom. This was one of those songs that, like I said, that struck me as like it didn't necessarily fit, but it must have been a like a a big hit of hers. It was like a folksy song. Yeah. And, like, it was good. It was good. Honestly, I wasn't bored. Didn't want to fast yeah. forward. I actually really liked it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is sweet. You know, it's not an earworm, but it, yeah. it was pleasant. Yeah. It was nice. Absolutely. So now in Beauregard's storing room, the rats are trying to break into a refrigerator when Beauregard comes in and asks if they're making themselves comfortable. They tell him that he's a friend of the rats and they elect him their president. Rizzo tells him that his first job is to decla- is to declare the refrigerator officially open, at which time the rats raid the fridge. Yep. All of those rats in the fridge was kind of gross to me because I'm like still just picturing the idea of there being rats in a refrigerator. I thought it was funny. It's I like these cute. Muppets rats. They almost like 
remind me of the cats with no hair the sphinx cats for whatever reason oh yeah they kind of like have a build similar looking. they look more like the mice that the jim henson company built Mises. for yeah witches for, yeah witches. oh my god for the, the witches. grand high witch Oh my that God. Grand High Witch, when she turns into a mouse and she looks like the craziest fucking mouse, mm-hmm. I love that. What a cool movie. I I can't believe we actually, in theory, we get to cover it for this podcast, right? I mean... We should. And we didn't really they remake to. it? Yeah, and it's not good. Yeah, but why? what they should have done is just re-release it. They, that, Megan, m- we need to legitimately talk about this as a topic for, like, the world. Why are we remaking The Little Mermaid when we could simply just put The Little Mermaid back in theaters? Yes. I would go see The Little Mermaid in theaters So again. would everybody else. Right. People would bring their kids. Why, when we were kids, they used to do that. We would. Yeah. I remember- Aladdin was released. Titanic, they released how many times? Yeah. Again, Titanic. In movie theaters, I saw Snow White as a kid. I saw yes. 101 Dalmatians as a kid. I Those saw, weren't movies from I then. I know. Why don't know. they do that? I definitely saw 101 Dalmatians. You want to make more the money theater. off this same thing and for guess the hundredth time? I Just had release it again. 101 Dalmatian toys after that. Yes. And all of these things. Sleeping bag, yeah. whatever, you know, all that shit that yep. they used to do. Yep. For real. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they don't just do that. I don't know either. The remake of everything. Uh, what they is... can do, if they can get better at like touching up video and stuff like that, maybe what they have to do in the witches is just make everybody's eyes like the new like big eyes that people like, uh-huh. and like try to like just stylize it in the aesthetic. Yeah, I... but like keep it the same. With the the witches remake, I tried to watch some of it on on HBO Max when it had come out, and it would just. Bubble from Abfabbistan for the original, yeah. So I'm like, I don't understand why I would watch this old one, this new one, when I know the old one is perfect. Oh my god, and it's tragic too. Like the little girl stuck in the picture. Yes. How do you, how are you not heartbroken? And they took away. I feel like some of these more horrifying That's elements. That's the beauty of Roll Doll. It's yes. like it's there's it, consequences. There's consequences. Yes. It's scary. There's yeah. stakes. Like. Mm-hmm. Watch Willy Wonka again. And now even in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the remake, they show you all those kids at the end, like, having been fixed or gotten out safe. In Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, they don't. Yeah, we don't know what Augustus Gloop, like, drowned in chocolate or whatever. And he shouldn't have not, he shouldn't have gone against, you know, the wishes of Willy Wonka. Yeah. She got juiced. Juiced her. And you know what happens, like, when you get juiced, you have all the flabby skin left and stuff. Yeah. She's in the world like that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And she's still blue. They couldn't. <laughs> she's still blue. Yeah. She's got all that extra skin. <laughs> Mike TV, he's itty bitty. Oh, my God. In her dressing room, Kermit asks Joan if there's anything else she'd like to do on the show. Joan says she can do an imitation of Marlon Brando as the godfather. While she prepares, Miss Piggy enters to tell Joan that she admires her as a singer and a woman. <laughs> what a weird note. Joan t- turns around and delivers her Brando routine, prompting Piggy to leave, thinking she was in the wrong dressing room. This is the moment that she makes... Oh, no, that's later no, on. Sorry. Later. Sorry. I saw it here. No. Nobody's feeling offended that she's doing Don Corleone. <laughs> Marlon Brando. Yeah. Marlon Brando. This was the, that was the most half-assed Im- imitation ever. It impression. was kind of funny, though. She did put the, ball, the cotton balls in her Oh, I thought she was really good. Yeah. Pigs in Space begins with Dr. Oh, you're Julie. talking about your impression? Yeah, my impression no. that I just did. It's not even anything. Shit. Pigs in Space begins when Dr. Julia Strangepork informs Link Hogthrob that there is a rat on board. 
the swine track. So he set a trap in the refrigerator. Ms. Piggy sets off the trap and enters the bridge with the trap on her snoot. Snout. Snoot? I say snoot. Snooty snouty. As she removes it, Rizzo emerges wearing a pigs in space uniform requesting a position amongst the crew. This is so cute. He defends his request saying that he can do anything a pig can do, including saying oink oink, wallowing in the mud and eating garbage. Piggy is horrified, kicks him away, and Rizzo's rat brethren attack. Rat brethren. This reminds me of that episode with um, Cloris Leachman when the pigs took over the show. Well, at the end, it really. But it's like like just so much harder because they're just little rat guys. Yeah, you know, there's not enough of them yet. But honestly, it's so great that they rally and they use Beauregard Uh to like feed them and make. They're like, we make you our president. Do things for us. I wonder if there's any sort of element here that's similar to that movie Willard. Willard's that with like the. It's an old movie that was remade with Crispin Glover. In like the early aughts, where like he, it's like this man who like befriends rats, and then like I think the rats go and do his bidding and stuff. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a horror film? I think it is. I don't really know. I feel like I'm like half talking about a thing that I have like half knowledge. I need to of. watch that. Willard. But I'll probably watch the Ridge. unless the remake is better. So the Ridge is from '71. The remake is from 2003. Both the story of Willard style. I know, right? That's that is honestly a <laughs> I'm big not gap. Lie. But but like it's like Freaky Friday. The original one is good, but tell me the remake with Jamie Lee Curtis and what's her name isn't good. Oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> a young man with an unusual connection to rats uses them uses them at his own psychopathic will. Okay. And this is, this is a drama horror thriller. So this could be good. Chris McClever gives me the heebie jeebies. He looks like he did in the in the um, the Charlie's Angels movie, you know, with like the weird yeah, part and everything. Part. He's he, very creepy. Yeah, it is. He does that. He does a really good job with that. Megan, for the UK spot, Floyd sings the Beatles' "Blackbird" with Janice accompanying, and a blackbird sitting on the tree in the background. Megan, can I share with you my unfortunate and embarrassing blackbird story? Yes. So, um. About 2018, I took a cruise with my family, right? And we went to Beatles trivia on the cruise ship. There's like a trivia night every night with different themes and whatever. So we decided we'll go to this Beatles trivia. Justin and my other brother, Tim, my brothers know so much about music and whatever, and they figured they'll rule the the Beatles trivia. I don't remember what the question was about Blackbird, but I was like, you know, I just heard that that song the other day, and I don't think I've ever heard it before, and I really love it. It's such a great song, and I answered whatever the question was. So my brother goes, you just heard that song like the other day? I go, yeah, it was in a movie that I was watching, you know, and it was like great and I loved it. And the movie was good, too. I don't remember what movie it was, but I remember enjoying it in that movie also. So then like the rest of the day goes by. We all go to bed, whatever. The next morning we wake up. So when you're on a cruise, you've never been on a cruise, right? I've been on two cruises. Oh, you have. Jesus. Okay. So you know how like the TV... On the cruise ship, if you had one in your room, doesn't have, like, real TV. Oh, no. It has, like, cruise ship TV. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's different channels where there's one that's, like, cartoon channel. Mm -hmm. And it plays, like, random movies, kids' movies, or random cartoons. So, I guess I must – my brother must have had that on in his room. He was getting ready. And the movie Boss Baby was on. The song Blackbird is prominently featured in the Boss Baby movie. So, we go down – Yes. We go down to breakfast. And my brother goes, can I ask you a question? 
And I go, what? He goes, you had mentioned yesterday during Beatles trivia that you heard the song Blackbird for the first time in a movie you had watched. Was that movie that you said you enjoyed also, was that movie The Boss Baby? And I go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was The Boss Baby. You know Blackbird by the Beatles from the movie The Boss Baby. I know Blackbird by the Beatles from the movie Boss Baby. Very cool. (laughs) That is really... I'm glad you're saying that. You're like airing that out. That's hilarious that your brother called you out on that. He was like, you just heard Blackbird? Apparently the movie was playing on repeat that night on whatever the cartoon Blackbird! You just hear it over and over again? This was such a good rendition. I was was so excited by... By their rendition of I this. love the way he sang the song. Yes. It was great. It was because they kept Floyd's style. Like, Floyd yeah. sang that song as Floyd, and it fucking ruled. It, it was so cool. And Janice, like, backing him up. Janice in the next episode is really good, too. Yeah, when she plays the banjo in the next episode, very cool. Janice is wild. I can't wait to talk to you about that, too. Um, yeah, I love this so much. It just... It this was, was a UK spot. UK spots with power. It was riveting. Yes. This was one of the best UK spots ever. I love when they do them like that, man. It's so cool. It was so beautiful, actually. Uh I loved it. I loved it. Yes. Play this at my funeral, Doug. Floyd's rendition of I will, absolutely. Thank you. You got that. Yeah. (laughs) Bet. (laughs) (laughs) No cap. No cap. Not to be sus or nothing. Joan sings the night they drove old Dixie down in her dressing room with Beauregard. And that Gabriel, creepy Gabriel's there. And the woodland animals. Gabriel, I think, is supposed to be her little her son as like a Muppet or something. Yeah, well, they do look alike. They have the same haircut. They do. <laughs> Rizzo and the rats barge in and ask Joan if she wants to be a rat. Rizzo and the rats. Why did I think? <laughs> they claim it will be... They claim it will come in handy when they take over the Muppet Show. Joan hopes they're not going to use violence and makes a joke about Mahatma Gandhi. I don't remember how the joke goes, but I was like, why? Why, why did she do the voice? She did Apu at them, right? Like that's the, I think that's the best Hi. way to do it. Hi. <laughs> the best way to say it. My mouth dropped. Uh- <laughs> I was like, wow, I haven't heard somebody do like an accent like that since like I was a kid. I Right? <laughs> Since literally middle school. Yeah. Like somebody, a person. Like, yeah, yes. Apu, but. Yes. Um, wow. Yeah. It, you know, there's a conspiracy theory on TikTok that Gandhi was like a terrible person. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, he was like not the greatest. Uh-huh. Like he was great in his own way. But like when it comes to like women and things, yeah. you know. Guys are great until it comes Who to Who among us? <laughs> Guys are great until it comes to being around a woman. Yeah. I'm angry. No, I'm it, it is crazy how, like, Mahatma Gandhi was a great guy. His politics on women, not so much. Bro, like, what? <laughs> what about the Dalai Lama? Uh-huh. The Dalai Lama had some shit suck recently, my right? Suck tongue. He made a kid suck his tongue. Why? A kid. Mm. A little boy. Mm. Yuck. Are you uncomfortable? What I'm uncomfortable. is wrong with these people? Shut up. Why? People, like, be normal. Just be normal. Be just normal. be normal. Like, I I just, like, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, at at its time to talk, it's, what is this show called? At, okay. 
We here at It's Time to Watch the Muppets, we just have one message for all the creepy weirdos. Be normal. Yeah, be, just, just be, be normal. normal. Just stop. Just fucking stop just it. Just stop. For his comedy act, Fozzie tells jokes in the forest among the woodland animals. And the blowing of the five o'clock weasel to indicate quitting time. He also says he was born a stone's throw away from here. And that his mother still lives in the area. He's suddenly almost struck by a stone having been thrown in his direction. To which he replies, thanks, ma. I get the hint, but I'll quit when it's time. At which time the weasel sounds this quitting whistle blow. At which time the weasel sounds the quitting wi- <laughs> the quit. I can't do this quitting, you you, you, quitting you, you, whistle you, you, blow. Ending the act. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been a long time. Not a long time. It's been a while since we've seen Fozzie just do a straight set. I was surprised, yeah. You know? This season has had a lot of changes like that. I'm still not used to the... Um, pops. The pops at the front door. It's so weird. Oh, Scooter's not in this episode. Oh, my God. I don't care. <laughs> I don't ca- I don't miss him. God. <laughs> Who's Scooter? Backstage, Kermit reiterates to Burger that he wants the rats gone. Beauregard defends them, citing his appointment as their president, and exclaims, let my people stay, paraphrasing Charlton Heston as Moses in the Ten Commandments. Oh my god, my grandma, when she talks about the Ten Commandments, it is so funny. She's like, who the hell cast him? So miscast for this role. How is he going to be Moses? He's not Moses. They were so miscast. And my people go. They're not Moses. Like, you should hear her. I don't know why she has such a thing about this. Oh my God! It's who's so your funny. Messiah now? We is your Messiah now, Moses. <laughs> like what? That movie, I guess, is all miscast. I, I mean, like, well, because how many white people are in it? Miscast, miscast, miscast. Right? Like, come on. I I just think it's funny. I think the best Passover rendition is definitely the Rugrats. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest way. And you know what's perfect about it too? Is that an hour-long episode, or is that just a half an hour? I don't know, but anytime it should be 45 you can get, minutes. Anytime you can get in and out with with that short period. How long is the Ten Commandments? That movie's like fucking four hours long. It's two-parter. Actually, right? this is what I think. Why don't they remake a movie like that? Why don't you remake the Ten Commandments? I don't know. And that's a movie where you remake it because you can do the plagues with special effects cooler now. It, that movie would be so fucking awesome. Yeah. Do the story of Noah. Do the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Like, there's so much to like those stories. Yeah. You know that you could recreate. Do that. Well, I mean, they well, make all those religious movies around this time of year anyway. Exactly. Like, there's a sequel to Passion of the Christ that's out right now. I'm pretty sure. Did Mel? What's his name? Do it. I'm positive he did. But why? Who needs another Passion of the Christ? Who needs a new Mel Gibson project? What women want? Helen Hunt. <laughs> that movie was good wasn't it it was good <laughs> unfortunately i'm gonna say the way i remember it yes yes it was good yes <laughs> fuck <laughs> in both storage room piggy is trying to raid the fridge when Bo comes in crying he starts to pack while Piggy tries to console him. He explains that the rats were using him, and the two confront the rat group, explaining that Muppet Theater is a place for entertaining and spreading happiness. Rizzo asks if you get to eat after doing that, and rallies the rats upstairs to the backstage area. 
Now at Kermit's desk, the rats petition Kermit to join the cast, apologetic for not having pulled their weight by entertaining and spreading happiness. Joan comes out of her dressing room and convinces Kermit to let them join the family. She begins singing. While the scene shifts to the closing number and the performance of Will the Circle Be Unbroken, with the Muppets joining arms in circles around Joan in a celestial setting. Okay, I don't know about the song, but this scene is really cool. Very cool. This, like, black darkness with all of these Muppets. Like the, and the Muppets are all touching each other. It's and it's like a. It was very cool. It reminded cool. me of um, Sleeping Beauty when they're, like, in that celestial space. Do you remember that? And they zoom out. Like the galaxies. Oh. It's so cool. So cool. I think it's the beginning. I haven't watched that movie in so long. I don't remember that. It's been one of my favorites. Um, because I thought the prince in that one was the best looking. Is in that weird? Beauty? It's like the most aesthetically pleasing to my young brain. Which prince is that? Is that Phillip. brown hair? Philip. I think he might have a little bit of blonde hair. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe I was prejudiced. I want to be blondes like my Barbies. Yeah, this was really cool, but it also reminded me of like, again, why don't they have Joni Mitchell doing the circle game? This was more of a cool effect than it was like a great a song. song. Yeah, I don't think that it was, you know, it was really cool looking though. Yeah, it was. It was definitely so interesting to see this. I was like, it's kind of weird to look at this. Yeah. So now Kermit thanks Joan for being on the show, and she informs him that they were previously bent on taking over. Get bent, man. Kermit is skeptical until they rush him off stage, and Rizzo enters wearing a collar like Kermit and signs off the show. The credits roll as they are joined by Beauregard Piggy, a rat dressed as Piggy, and Annie Sue. Even Statler and Waldorf are replaced by two mumbling and I, laughing that's rats. That's the best part. The, definitely the best part. The best part is when Statler and Waldorf are replaced. Oh, my God. I didn't notice Annie Sue. Did the rat have a big afro? Because no, I didn't see I that. No, I didn't notice that either. I guess the rat must have had a big afro. <laughs> right? That's Annie Sue's defining feature. It's her, like, frizzy, blonde afro. Yeah. So this episode's the first time that Rizzo the Rat has a major speaking role. He first appeared in episode 418. And had occasional background parts since then. Even in this episode, he doesn't stand out much from the rest of the rats, mostly appearing in a crowd. His only scene in his only solo scene is in pigs in, is in the pigs in space sketch, but he isn't referred to by name. Uh, um, all around, Megan, this was like a real winner of an episode. It was great. great. It was really good. I don't even remember the last episode. The last episode was that. Was that a sleeper? That oh, was... Loretta Swit was good though. Oh no, Loretta Swit. Maybe Gene Kelly the... was like Gene fine. Kelly is the one. I'm but thinking, Loretta yeah. Swit was Lo- the good Lo- one of the yeah. last pair. Agreed. Agreed. Next week we're gonna watch the Shirley. Next, next week we're gonna watch the Shirley Bassey episode. Shirley Bassey. Shirley Bassey. Bassey. Ba- I think it's Bassey? Bassey. It's Bassey. You're right. Because I remember watching it and listening and saying, "Make sure you say Bassey and not Bassey." But I still did it. Count Bassey. Count Bassey. Shirley Bassey. Kermit. Kermit borrows fifty million. This is all right. I'm sorry. This is insane. Kermit borrows fifty million dollars worth of gold for Shirley's closing number, Goldfinger. Security guard Bruno is suspicious that Kermit wants to steal the gold, but keeping an eye on the frog makes him overlook both Bunsen Honeydew, who turns out to who turns one bar into cottage cheese, and ultimately a band of pig thieves who steal all the gold as Shirley sings. <laughs> 
It's a banger. Um, yes, it certainly was. It was like one of my favorite episodes of all time ever. Uh, join us next week as we watch the Shirley Bassey episode of The Muppet Show. You can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. Message, Message us! And, um... Until next week. Oh, you know what? Actually, first of all, hang on. I also want to say, rate and review the show. And you know what? We'll read the reviews on air. How's that? Leave us a nice review. Leave us a review. All right. And until next week. Thanks for the gumball.